Baruch Hashem, Mishneh Torah, Hilchas Avodah Zorah, Perik Sheni. Second Perik. Yesterday, Rambam put down the the, the foundation. The where does Avodah Zorah come from? What was the error of the early idolaters? Perik Sheni speaks about the main. What is Avodah Zorah in practicality for a person? Halacha Aleph. The main commandment regarding not to worship anything that was created. Not a angel. Angels were also created, even though they don't have a body. Not the spheres. Not any of the stars. And not any of the four elements. Eish, Ruach, Maim, and Ofer, and not any of the creations that were created from those four elements. And the, the previous things that he mentioned, Malach, Galgal, Koychav, as we mentioned in Hilchas Yisaitis, are not created from the Abba Yisaitis. They are before the Abba Yisaitis. So you cannot worship anything. Even though the person that's worshipping that thing knows that Hashem is Elikim. In other words, that Hashem is the one who created everything and Hashem is the one who is the ruler of everything. He's not a koifer in the Eibishter. He knows he believes in the Eibishter. But he worships this thing that was created. Along the lines that the way that Enish and the people of his generation worshipped them at the outset. If you remember that I'm a mention at the outset, they, they worshipped those things, not because they believed those things created them. They wanted to give them honor, just like a person would honor the ministers of a king, because he f- figured that that's honor for the king if you honor the ministers. So those people honor the sun and the moon because they figured the sun and the moon are the ministers of Hashem, so they get their honor. But really, as we know, that those things are... They are like axes in the hand of the chopper and they don't have their own function, their own will. And therefore they're, they're irrelevant to worship them. Someone who worships them is like worshiping This Indian, this matter, who says he the Torah love is what the Torah has Forewarned us and told us it's a mitzvah's laze. It says, Lest you raise your eyes to the heaven, and you see the, the sun and the moon and the stars, which Hashem has set them apart for all the, all the nations. What the Pasuk means to tell you, and it says, Don't look up to the heavens. Maybe you will look with the Eye of your heart. You will see that these are the things that are running the world. And they are different. Hashem separated them from everything else in the world. That they are alive, that is, they exist, and they exist in such a way other than. Other things in the world, they are hoivim, they are constant. They don't become this depleted 
as other things in the world. So when the Abishta created a lot of things in the world, they are, as they say in, in the words of the Svarim, Kayamim Bimin, which means they exist in their species. The same person the Abishta created at the beginning doesn't exist today in this world. The first animals don't exist, but the species exist. But the, the difference is by the sun and the moon and the stars, the actual star is Kayam and Be'ish. The actual star is still exists. The same sun that they actually created is still there today. So you might think, since they have this difference, they're, they're different than us. They don't become, you know, uh, older and weaker. So... <coughs> You see, there's a difference. So you might think that this means something. That this they wish to, that, that you should give them uh, some 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 honor because they're not They're not like normal things. With normal things, they they become weaker. You'll say it's fitting to serve them, to bow down to them. And this matter, he says in the Torah, you should guard yourself, lest your heart be convinced. In other words, you shouldn't err with the thoughts of your, of your heart, to worship these things, that they should be an intermediary between you and Hashem. Many books have been written by the idolaters and how to worship their idol. What is the main worship of this idol? And what are the actions and what are the rules? Sivon Rakadish Bokhu, the Ibishta commanded us Shalikris Baisma Svarim Klau. We should not read those books at all. But learn Naharaba, and we should not even think about them. Not anything that has to do with them. We should not interest ourselves in in their in the idolatry. I feel this takal bit musatsura also even to look at the form of the statue that they make. Is forbidden the statue of the idol is, is forbidden. Shenemar al tifnu el alilim. You should not turn to the idols. Binyan zenemar. In this matter, it says a fentider. You should lay heyem leimor. You should not unless you seek their gods. The saying eicha yavdu. How do they worship? In other words, you should not inquire about the way that they worship their idols. How do they do it? Even though you don't worship it, because seeking and trying to learn and becoming knowledgeable in their ways of worship, that cause a person to stray after it. To do like they do. Like it says, you'll do like I will do also myself like that. Basically, if someone learns about it, he will uh, end up giving them, you know, recognition. Even today, when the goyim have their 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 heretic views, when uh, when a Jew becomes acquainted to them and 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 interests himself in their views, sometimes he gives it validity. And he he he, he uh, thinks about it. Like maybe they have some, you know, right to their opinion. And really, it's not. All these 
these negative mitzvahs we just mentioned in these previous, uh, till here in this Perik, not to l- learn about them and not to uh, worship them. So all these lavin, it's all binyan echad heim. It's all one idea. They're all the same idea. That we should not stray, we should not be swayed and not interest ourselves in the idols. Anybody that he, he turns, he goes after this idolatry with an action, he does something. Um, for example, if he, he uncovered an idol to see how it looks, so he did an action by actually uncovering the idol while he wanted to see what it looks like. Unveiling. So then, unveiling, yeah. So then, he gets Malchus. Says the Rambam, it's not just idolatry which is forbidden to try to find out about and think about. Any thought which causes a person to uproot a principle from the principles of the Torah, which is very, very strong, this, this thing. says, We are warned not to arouse it on our hearts, not to think about it. If a yid thinks about the martial gay marriage, and he, he thinks, you know, maybe they do have a right to have their, their opinion, they feel like that's what they want to be, so he might think, that is what Amam is talking about. He not allowed to go after Machshava, that the Goyim Tilaka, Ikemi Koryatayda. It's a, it's a, it's a Vedan Tayda. The president, he's really a president. Belayna Siyach Dateinu. Belayna Siyach Dateinu. Lakach. We should not take our mind off, or we're supposed to be thinking about, to think about these things. To think about when Moshe Chachir Alev, to be drawn after our, our thoughts and our mind. So why shouldn't the person learn even about these things? Because the Rambam says a person's mind is very limited. A person's understanding, his cognitive ability is very, very limited. Not everybody's mind can understand and grasp everything the way it really is truthfully. If everybody will be drawn after what he thinks about, so it ends up that he'll destroy the world because of his limited ability. As we know, as we see, that the people going after their feelings, after their mind, and they're destroying the world. Ketzad, how is this? Sometimes he'll stray after, he'll go be swayed, he'll turn after Avedis Sometimes he'll think about the unity of Hashem. He'll think maybe is Hashem, does he, is he, is he only the only one God? Is there other gods? He'll think what's above and what's below, and he's out of this world. What is before this world? What is after this world? 
and sometimes they'll think about prophecy, maybe the prophecy is true, and it's from the heaven, maybe it's not true, maybe he'll think about the Torah sometimes, maybe the Torah is from heaven, maybe it's not, and he does not have the tools, he doesn't have the midas, midas over here doesn't mean, the, 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 the measurement, he doesn't have the right cognitive ability, and the, Mental capacity to really judge. It doesn't doesn't have the ability because not everybody has the ability. Nimsi itzili the minister comes out that since he'll go after his mind and he doesn't understand it properly, so he'll just become a heretic. Well, he is uh, he's either tired or tired of an emeball about this matter. The Torah warned us, and it says in the Torah, You should not turn after your heart and after your eyes that you are, are, are being straying after them. A person shouldn't be drawn after his puny, puny mind. He'll think, he'll imagine that his mind understands the truth. This is what Go after your heart. That's minus. That's because that's uh, heresy. After your eyes, that's the the promiscuous life. This love, even though it causes a person to be to be uh, not go to El to be cast away from El he doesn't get El if, if he follows his his heart and his eyes and these terrible things. But nevertheless, aimed by Malchus, there's no Malchus. Since there's no Maise, by thinking, there's no Maise, so he doesn't get Malchus. Aloha Dalit. Mitzvah Zavedetz Kechovim, Kenegina Mitzvah Kulenhi. The Ramam is now telling us how great the Mitzvah Zavedetz Zorah is, that it equals to all the other Mitzvahs. How do we know that Zavedetz Zorah equals to all other mitzvahs. Shenemach says, It says, if you will error, and you will not do all the mitzvahs. We learned, it says in the Mephoshim, the Chacham told us, that which mitzvah is he talking about that's equal to all the mitzvahs, that it says, Kol HaMitzvahs. The Pasik is talking about David Zorah and he calls it Kol HaMitzvah. So we see all the Malita. From here you learn, Whoever admits and believes in David Zorah, He denies the entire Torah, he denies all the prophets, and what all the Nevim were commanded, from all the Mauritian, until the end of the world. From the day Hashem commanded and on for all generations. Whoever denies the Beit Zorah, that means he does not believe in the Beit Zorah, he only believes in Hashem. He admits in the whole Torah, all the Nevi'im, all the Nevi'im were commanded from Adam until the end of the world. That is the Iker, that is the main of all the mitzvahs. It's the mitzvah of believing in Hashem and denying in Avedi Zara. 
says Allah hey go a that worships idols even one time he is like a goy for all matters in other words if he shechts his shechit is not kosher and if he sees wine the wine is yain etzach he can't be counted as a minion he is goy he's not like a yid that has transgressed in Aveda <coughs> which there is skila in other words Aveda is already skila but he's saying nevertheless we don't look at him as a yid the Aveda that you get skila we don't look at it in that light the yid who did Aveda the high skila okay he's still a yid we don't look at it like that we look at it because as he's a guy the yid who does Aveda is like a guy if somebody is a mummer, in other words, he worships a Zara, and he, he constantly, like he he he, he, were, he acts as if there's no such avera of a Zara. So even if it's only avera, he does. It's it's like a person that it does not believe in the entire Torah. So too, the people that are heretics. We're not talking about people necessarily that worship a Zara, because that we just mentioned. We just mentioned that people who worship a Zara. So those people that are minim, that they that they, they push the heretics, but they don't, they don't worship idols necessarily, but the Amam is grouping them together. They are not hidden for any practical purposes. We never accept them to do tshuva. Now, Bama says that Amam Nechaz Tshuva writes that everyone can do tshuva, even a Rasha, even a Mumer, and he brings Psukim, and he says, But what happens is, we don't accept them in tshuva. In other words, we don't give them the credibility they had before that. We don't trust them. The Ebishta obviously takes everybody back, even such a person does Shuvah, the Abish will accept him. We, it's a different story. All the ones who come will not, will not return and they will not grasp the, the ways of life. It, uh, even when they do Shuvah, they won't, they won't grasp uh, the ways of life. They'll, they'll, they'll die. Oh, the minim, what's a min? Now the Ram is defining what is a min. He just said, minim anat me yisrael. So what's a min? So those are the people, they're the ones that they follow after the, the thoughts of their mind with their foolishness in the things that we mentioned before. Until we find they are transgressing on the mitzvahs, main mitzvahs of the Torah. Lahachis. Lahachis means to get Hashem angry, not for their own benefit. Bishat benefesh, in a way of, in a way of de- demeaning, in a way that's demeaning. They do it out of the demeaning manner. Biyod Rama. With the outstretched arm, in other words, with arrogance and with brazenness. For Oimrim, they say, shame is there's no sin involved. But also, the Sapim Oim, you cannot talk to them, don't get into an argument with them, don't debate them. Don't give them any answers, don't, 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 uh, don't talk to them.
says you should not come close to the door of her house. So therefore, if he shechts, it's no good. You, a, if a goy writes a sefer Torah, you have to put in shemis. But if a apikoyres writes a sefer Torah, you have to burn it. Aloch above. Kol amoyde b'avedes kechavim sheyemes whoever is moyde he admits to avedes zara and he that avedes zara is true. Afo pishle avod even though he did not worship the avedes zara. Harezem echorei from a god if it's Hashem anichmed v'anoyda. So he is. Blasphemy is being a from a which means he's, he's doing blasphemy against Hashem, against Hashem's awesome and uh, honorable name. So the Alam is putting together now the person who worships idols with someone who does blasphemy. Whether a person worships idols or he does blasphemy against Hashem, a person that will do with an outstretched arm, in other words, with brazen, both from the Yidden and the Gerim, as Hashem Umagadif, from the Allah above. As Hashem Umagadif, Hashem, he is blasphemy. Therefore, since they're the same thing, since they're equal, we know that it says about a Megadif in the Torah, which means that you should hang him. So we learn from there as well that since a, someone worships idols, it's like a Megadif, you have to hang the person that worships idols just like you hang a person that does blasphemy. Obviously, we learn in Hilchas and that they hang him not to kill him, but after they gave him skila, they would hang him afterwards. And they would take him down before Shkia. Because there were the similarities in the, the, between both of them, since someone who worships idols is by default being Megadev, and their punishment is the same. Therefore, the Ramam says, I put the halachas of a Megadif in the word, the halachas of a Vedazara. Really, the Ramam could have put Hilchas Megadif in Hilchas Anhedin. He puts the other, he says about the Mrs. Bezni, he could have put it over there. Probably puts it over there also. But since the similarity, he puts it here, Bilchas of Vedikhavim, Shashneim, Koifim, Bikeim. Somebody that, that says, he blesses Hashem, so to speak. Obviously, he denies Hashem. And therefore, they're both the same. They're both the Kaifa Be'iker. Halacha Zayin. Be'elohim dinim agadif. These are the dinim of a magadif. The Amam is now going to say, going to define what a magadif is. Ain a magadif chayif skilo ad sheyifodesh es Hashem amiyuchot shalabah oisiyah shu'alav dalad nun yud. The one who is magadif, the one who blesses Hashem, We'll say it in, 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 in Lush and Saginor in a way, you know, the opposite of, of what it really is. Because uh, So the one who blesses Hashem, so to speak, he's not over except if he uses Hashem's 
specific name, the Shem Amyuchad, of four letters, which is Aleph, Dalet, Nun, Yud. For sure, Yud, Ke, Vav, Ke. But even Aleph, Dalet, Nun, Yud, that was pronounced. And he will bless him. When we say bless him here, we mean the opposite. But Amam uses this word, because you're talking about Hashem, he didn't want didn't to give the, the real word. And Rebbe many times would speak in such a language by saying the opposite. The Rebbe would speak about the things in Befabrengen, he would say, you know, the opposite of life, and things like that. Saddam so is using that same terminology, because talking about Hashem here, it doesn't mean he wants to say such a word about Hashem, he says, he will bless him. But we know it's a word in disguise. He has to use one of the names of Hashem, which are not a race, which we mentioned, he has to curse Hashem with one of those seven names. How do we know it has to be Hashem's actual name? Because it says, So we know it has to be Hashem's name. Until then, it doesn't get the punishment. Only if he uses one of the Shem's names, then he gets Kila Valsharikinuyim. What if he says that uh, he blesses Hashem with the, with the word Chanun or Achum, whatever, one of the Kinuyim? Bazhora. That's his Takoiv, Allah to say. But he's not Chayiv to be Skila. Yesh Mishma Farish. There are those that say, when the Raman says, those that say, it's uh, the, the cast of Mishnah brings it in the name of Rabbi Alevi. That the only chayv if they actually say Yudke Vavke but not Adnai. That one says, I say that he gets kill on both of them. So, Adnai included. As Horashim, then we know the punishment. But where's their warning in the Torah? Where did the Torah? Warn us not to be blessed Hashem. And this takes us back, if you remember, we learned the Minyan HaMitzvah, the Mitzvah's lois to say, Samach. Azhar Hashem Megadif Minayin. We, the Torah, warn us not to be Megadif Shanem Elikim Lois Kalel. It says Elikim Lois Kalel. You should not curse Elikim. If you remember, Elikim Lois Kalel really goes, and not to curse a dying. The Choyrei Bazoi Shbilav Shbachlolis has not counted as a Mitzvah. So the Ramam explains in Seifa Mitzvah, since the Torah said, Venaika Vashem Shem Yuma, so that means he made a punishment. That shows us it's not a lav shvachlolos. Takeda Zora is from the Kimlai Sekalo. The warning is from the words of the Kimlai Sekalo. Every single day that they're going, whenever they, the Bezdin is listening to the witnesses, they interrogate the witnesses, but they don't ask the witnesses to say, the actual name of Hashem that the, that the, that the person used. What does the witnesses say? Yake Yoisi is Yoisi. He says, Yake Yoisi is Yoisi. The, the key word they use to, to describe Hashem here is Yoisi. Why Yoisi? So the Mephoshim explain because Yoisi is a, le- is a name that has four letters. And Yoisi is Vigamati Elikim. And it's not saying Hashem's name. But once they come to the actual conclusion of the court case, and now they got to hear it, someone got to say it as it is, someone got to spell it out. They take everybody out of the room. Why are they taking everybody out of the room so the other people don't hear what they shouldn't hear, what shouldn't be heard? 
And they asked the eldest or the greatest from the witnesses, and they tell him, Say over what you heard in a clear way. Say exactly what you heard with no derivation of what exactly what you heard. Exactly what you heard, you should say. But who I am, and he says, what does he say? He says what he heard. At that point, the witness, the, the judges stand up on their feet. They coyed him, and they tear Kriya, like somebody that tears Kriya for a maze, and they never saw it back. He says, He says, I heard the same thing. And he doesn't have to repeat what he heard. Many more witnesses. Each witness has to say, I heard the same, I heard like that. And it has to be Tech they did but one of the next. He doesn't have to repeat. No, no one repeats it. No, he has to What happens if a Megadif he regrets what he says immediately. He immediately regrets what he says, and immediately he says, as soon as he finishes cursing Hashem, right away he says, I'm sorry, I'm, I didn't mean it. I'm on the truva. Yeah. Doesn't help. Any clue. Self garnished. Doesn't help. Not help. Since he did it in front of witnesses, he gets, my, he gets his punishment. Now, is there Hasra or not? The, the, the cast of Mishnah says no. That since the Ramam says, Kivan Shagida Beyadim, and the Ramam doesn't mention Hasra, may we see that he doesn't need Hasra. As long as he doesn't in front of witnesses, it's okay, he gets Haif Tskila. But the other Mephorshman say you can't prove that like that. You have to have Hasra. The Ramam is trying to say that it was with witnesses, and, uh, and even though, even though they heard, what he said afterwards, he still gets the skill. Is that unusual? That no yeah, it would be unusual. But not everyone agrees with the case of Misha that that's what the Rama means. Misha gives Hashem, Hashem Chavim. What happens if someone curses Hashem? But he doesn't use one of Hashem's name to curse Hashem. He curses him in the name of one of the idols. Guys, really whacked. What do they do? Kanoyim poigim boy. They don't give him a day in court. The zealots take care of him. They put him to death. What happens to the zealots? Did not kill him a ball of Then they brought him to Bezdin. Ain't an iskel. He doesn't get skilled because he, he doesn't fit the qualifications to get skilled. Until he curses Hashem with one of the names which are designated for Hashem. So he doesn't get put to death. Anybody who hears this blessing of Hashem, he has to tear kriya. He has to tear kriya. Even if it's uh, without Hashem's name. In other words, in a way that the person will not be chayiv misa, like if he says racham or chanun. Nevertheless, He's a person who hears him as the Kroy has to rip Kriya. Who providing that he should hear it from a yid. It should be a yid is the one that, that said this brach. 
whether it's the one who heard directly from the one who did it, said it, someone heard it from somebody else that heard it from him. He has to also rip Kriya. If somebody hears from a goy, he doesn't have to rip Kriya. I will record well Yakim Bishevna, Yakim and Shevna, who tore Kriya when they heard of Shaki Dubirchas Hashem. So why did tear Kriya? Rav Shaki was a, was coming to fight against the Yid under Sisra. So why did they rise Kriya? Elmei 